This episode is for you if you have ever wished you could just eat healthy, enjoy it, and not ever need to stress or worry about food ever again. Welcome to the Non-Diet Nutritionist Podcast, the podcast that promises to deliver a refreshing and no-bullshit approach to how we view food, body, and ourselves. I'm your host, Renee Bartlett, clinical nutritionist turned non-diet nutritionist and coach. Are you ready? Let's get started. Woohoo! Welcome back. And we are getting into the very pointy end of this season of the podcast. Now, I If you have listened to the episodes this far, I've taken you on quite a journey. I've explored a little bit about myself and who I am. I've talked about how, as women, we've been fed complete bullshit about the way that we need to look and these beauty standards. I've talked about how our hunger can get really confusing because of, you know, the whole dieting messages that we've got. Um, We have this limiting beliefs as women that, you know, we have to prove ourselves, prove ourselves, you know, we feel like we're not enough. And that kind of drives into our desire to be more and show up more and be this amazing superwoman. Um, we've explored how mindset is so important and how that is more important than changing your body why you're overeating, why you turn to food as a way to support you, particularly in those hard times, and that you are the guru. You are the guru of your own body, not someone external, not me, not someone else. Um, So we've talked about all of that. If you have come through on this journey, you have probably got a really good sense now of the, the principles and the way that I operate And that kind of leads us beautifully to this episode, which is how to create confidence in your food choices, because now you've kind of got an understanding of, you know, the nuances and the little steps that kind of get you there. But at the end of the day, you're like, Renee, this is great, but I just want to be confident. I want to be confident knowing that I'm making a healthy food choice, that I'm making a sustainable food choice, that I'm not dieting, that I'm not creating damage to myself, that I'm not harming my children by the way that I'm talking about myself and eating and feeding myself. I just want to go into a store and fucking know what to buy. That is confidence. Okay. I get it. And that is why I created this episode to kind of put it all together for you and go, well, what is, what does that actually mean? What does that actually look like? And is it even possible? And how do you create it? So First off, the, I guess the, the gates, I guess, or first out of the gates is yes, you can be confident in your food choices without actually having a diet, without following a meal plan or having someone tell you what to do. And the way that this is cultivated is by you learning to hear what your body is telling you trusting what your body is telling you and practicing it. Now that sounds, yeah, either some of you are going to go, this is far too simple. And then some of you are going to go, no, that seems far too far-fetched. I just don't even see myself in that scenario. And 
you're probably quite right. The reason why me telling you that, you know, the answer to confidence is just learning to trust yourself and trust what your body is telling you is because that is not the normal message that everyone is telling you. Everyone's saying that you need to follow a diet or a meal plan and, you know, go outside of yourself. But I know that not to be true because I've done it myself. I've taken many other clients through this process and there is a whole awakening of this non-diet approach to the way that we look at food and our body and ourselves that takes away this whole external rules that we need to follow and instead we bring autonomy and empowerment back to ourselves and it shows up in the way that we approach our food. So it's pretty much from the ground up. When you start to listen and understand to what your body is telling you, that is where confidence comes. And the other thing, mindset, for those that have listened to all the episodes will know that that's a really big, massive component in the work that I do with my clients. And for very good reason, because confidence is a feeling and we get to create the feelings that we want to have. So if you want to be confident, what are the thoughts then that you need to have to create that feeling of confidence? You then might want to think, I can go into a grocery store and choose the foods that are going to nourish and support me. I can go to a restaurant and order a a meal off the menu and know that it's going to satisfy me and that I can stop eating when I'm full. I know that I can go home and see a pantry full of chocolate chips and a tub of ice cream in the freezer and know that if I don't feel like eating that, that I can trust and honor it. Or if I do feel like eating that, that I can stop eating when I'm full and be completely satisfied. All of those thoughts can create in the individual the feeling of confidence. And I know this to be true because many of my clients will come to me even after a couple of sessions when we started to work on mindset and we started to then work also through some of the intuitive eating principles, they'll come to me and they go, Renee, I've just gone into the grocery store and for the first time in over a year, I haven't had an anxiety attack. That is fucking confidence that you can go into a grocery store and not have an anxiety attack and just pick the food off the shelf, put it into a shopping cart, pay for it and go. Hell yeah, that's amazing. These are simple things that have now become simple again. That is confidence. Being able to be out at a restaurant and be confident that you can choose the food that you want to eat, not because you're trying to please somebody else or because you're trying to fit into some dress the next day. That is confidence. That is confidence. And that comes from the way that you now have trained your brain to think and feel about the situations that you're exposed to when it comes to your food and your diet and exercise. And it takes a little bit of practice, but it starts with getting in tune with your body, learning to understand what it is telling you and then working from the ground up. Now, the way that I do this with my clients is I take them through the intuitive eating process concurrently with doing mindset work. And for those that are new to intuitive eating, it is basically a self-care framework that is aimed at giving guidelines or guideposts 
in helping you to do exactly that, to reconnect to what your body is telling you, to encourage the innate wisdom that is within you to come out and you learn to hear it, see it, recognize it and get reacquainted with this old friend because it is an old friend. We're all born as intuitive eaters. And when you look at a a baby that is crying, it is crying because it's hungry. And then you feed the baby and the baby naturally knows when to stop. That is the purest form of intuitive eating right there demonstrated in a little infant. And all of us have had that when we were born, but that gets shaped and taken away and imprinted with diet culture and beliefs and thoughts that shape the way that we view food. And that is what creates this disconnect with ourselves and our body. But what I do with my clients to create this confidence is we bring all that back. And to do that, we start to get reacquainted with ourselves. That's it. So the principles that um, intuitive eating goes through, there's 10 principles, and I don't necessarily do them in order, but I'm not going to go through all of them here. But what I would recommend if you are interested in it is to go and check out the book. I'm going to put it in the show notes for you if you're interested. It's simply Intuitive Eating um, by uh, Evelyn Tribole and Elise Resch, if I've pronounced her surname correctly, but I'm going to put it in the, the notes. And you can explore the principles for yourself. But essentially it takes you on a journey of ditching diet culture, the body attunement, so that's about learning to hear and trust your body, exploring the beliefs that you have and dismantling those when it comes to your food and your body, uh, exercise as well, Um, looking at the emotional component that you have with food and the relationship that you have with food when your emotions are involved and giving you new toolboxes in order to kind of build a another set of ways that you can approach your emotions. Then there is also developing that self-respect and self-compassion for yourself. And then probably the, the principle that everyone wants to get to right at the start, but we don't, we do this right at the very end. So I always have this at the end, which is gentle nutrition and gentle movement. And I think the reason why people are so keen to get that right at the get-go is because they think that that is going to give them the confidence with me a nutritionist still telling them what to eat. Um, and it's very common, you know, you are undoing this belief that you need to have an external person in charge to tell you what to do and that that will create the confidence in what you should or should not eat. But the reason why that has not worked, the reason why it's probably led you to listen to this podcast or to follow me or to find this particular episode is because You can only rely on an external source for so long before your body is just going to kick in and go, "Mm, this one size fits all approach ain't really working for me. And that's when shit hits the fan and your well thought out plan, no matter how well intended it was put together or no matter how meticulously it was curated to be individualized and all of that stuff. The reason why it gets thrown out the window is because you are a unique human being that, you know, your needs and wants when it comes to food and um, exercise and even your day-to-day life changes on a daily basis. That is how frequently it changes. So getting a meal plan or someone telling you this is, if you eat this food, you are going to be set for life is a load of bullshit because at the start of the month that might work, but I guarantee you in a couple of weeks, most certainly a couple of months after that, it's not really going to sue you anymore. 
because you're going to have different nutritional needs. You're going to have different tastes. The seasons are going to change. The access to certain foods going to change. You might go on a vacation. You might take up a new physical uh, challenge that requires more food. You may become more sedentary where you require less food. All of these things change in and out of our life that means that we're if we're throwing away our confidence relying on someone external, we're never going to have it. We're never, ever, ever going to have it because someone is going to have to tell us what to do for the rest of our lives. And do we really want that? No. Confidence comes from within. This is something that you have the power to curate, but you just have to kind of strip back and get back to basics. And that's exactly what I take my clients through. Um, So the way that I do it, And the way that you may want to start doing it, if you're a little bit intrigued, is starting to look at the kind of diet beliefs that you have. You know, what are the rules and restrictions that are making you afraid of food, that are making you get anxious when you go into the grocery store? And even another approach that you might look at is what are the things that are currently going on in your life that should be relatively simple, but you're making it a big deal, like it's becoming difficult going out to a restaurant, going to a friend's house, going to the grocery store, going on vacation, getting ready to go on vacation. All of these things have probably got some kind of rule or belief driving that, you know, that behavior that's creating what should be simple, becoming a pretty difficult task. So you can see the confidence isn't coming from someone telling you to have a meal plan or to eat a certain way or to exercise. It comes from your undoing of your own belief system, the way that you view food and exercise, the way that you view yourself. That has to change. That's how you create confidence in your food choices. So the way that the non-diet approach can really do this, um, and I've talked about, you know, ditching the external messages that are confusing and contradictory because, you know, even if you're not going directly to a, you know, a health professional, even the messages that you just get on social media or um, from your friends or family or whatever are all confusing, contradictory. That doesn't create confidence. That creates confusion. When you have a non-diet approach or you take the intuitive eating perspective, it doesn't matter what's going on externally to you. You're creating that confidence because you trust your body. You know that when your body says, I need to eat this food, that you go and eat it. Or I am not very hungry today, so you don't eat as much that day. All of that is coming from your body telling you, not someone external who is not within your body and knows what the hell is going on for you. So you're getting rid of the confusion and the contradictory stuff that's all external. You're not searching externally for answers and solutions, but you figure out what works best for you. That takes practice. Hearing that right now might sound really daunting and, you know, might sound like it's way off into the future. But when you use someone that has done this before themselves and as coach clients, i.e. someone like myself, it can make it so much easier because you have got someone there that can kind of spot where you're just about to have a little bit of a, oh, I don't know if this is right for me or I'm really struggling in this area, whatever. And they can grab your hand, pull you back up and go, that's okay. I'm going to walk this path with you. Okay. So that's what someone 
like myself does is I'm not telling you what to do, but I'm walking alongside with you so you can experience it for yourself. Okay. You know how your body feels. Only you know that. I just help you figure that out and I walk alongside you so you're not on your own. So the other reason why you get confidence when you take a a non-diet approach is you stop trying to change your body. You stop dieting and second guessing your portions and what time you're meant to eat and what you're eating. Because none of that matters when you realize that it's irrelevant. When you realize that changing your body isn't necessarily going to bring you any closer to happiness, then you stop trying to change it. And if you want to know what I'm talking about there, if you go back to episode four, which is change your mind, not your body, I talk about the power of mindset and how it is really the driving force in how you perceive your body, not actually needing to change your body. Again, mindset is creating this for you. But most importantly, when you learn that your confusing diet beliefs, your food and body messages, where they are coming from, when you can actually take a step back and see it, then you get to decide if you want to change it. You get to see all the little, you know, messages and things that are driving your behavior and go, well, is this really working for me? And if confidence is the goal for you, you can figure out, well, is this thought creating confidence or creating fear? Is this thought or belief creating anxiety or is it creating confidence and safety? So this is why exploring those diet beliefs that you have particularly if you can do it with someone that can ask the questions, someone like myself who is trained to do this, um, it can really be eye-opening rather than trying to navigate it, navigate it yourself. But if you want to really get an understanding of this for yourself, here's what I suggest you do. As I said, take a look at the things that you're currently doing in your life that aren't really working for you, that are, you know, creating pain and stress and anxiety in your life when it comes to your food and your diet, the way that you view yourself. Have a look at that and then see if you can explore the the thoughts that are coming up and the beliefs that are kind of driving why that is being so stressful for you. Write it all out, get it out on a piece of paper and see it for what it really is. And then to flip things around, to start creating confidence in your food choices, Start to challenge some of the beliefs that you currently have. Start to challenge the rules that you have heard or created somehow or, you know, that are governing the way that you view your food and exercise and yourself. Have a look at that. Can you challenge those beliefs and start to create some space for confidence to come in? This is where you can start to get some really good insights some really good, interesting insight into yourself and how you're viewing your body, your food, exercise, all of that. Really, really powerful stuff. So in summary, to create confidence in your food choices, to create that confidence that you know you're going to choose something healthy, that, that what you do in terms of your food is sustainable, the way to do that is to create the thoughts that create the confidence and to start to learn to listen and trust your body because it is the expert, my friend, not some guru that is trying to sell you 20 different supplements, not 
the health practitioner that is telling you to eat this amazing meal plan and everything will be fine. It is you. It is you. Everything is internal. Everything that you need to create the confidence in your food choices is within you right now. And I'm going to leave you with something to think about. And for today, it is what does confidence look like for you when it comes to your food choices? What does that look like for you? And this might be a really great journaling exercise where you can write these things down. And I want you to get really specific here. So confidence in your food choices might be like that example I gave you with my client, being able to go to the grocery store and not have an anxiety attack to be confident in going to a restaurant with your friends and order something that you want to eat, not something that you think everyone thinks you should eat, to be confident to have chocolate, chips, ice cream, whatever it happens to be in your house and know that it could probably be there for weeks and you don't feel the urge to eat it all the time. That might be confidence for you. Whatever it happens to be, I want you to get so clear and specific And then I would love you to share it with me. I'd love you to jump onto um, my Instagram and tell me what is the food confidence that you would love to create for yourself. Send me a message, tag this episode and put this confidence message out there. I would love to hear what confidence looks like for you. And if there's any way that you would love my help with that, of course, reach out. I would love to help you with this because that is what I do. I help people create the confidence in their food choices, not from a guru, mind you. I help you create it for yourself. And that's the important thing. Okay, you enjoy your day and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Hey, thanks for tuning into the podcast and you can find me across all social media at The Non-Diet Nutritionist. This is the place to go if you want to join my free email list and get heaps of non-diet nutrition content. Also to learn more about my one-on-one three-month coaching package that I take my clients through to go from confused to confident with their food in a non-diet approach.